welcome in to this week's edition of On the Spot. I'm Tony Mulvey, joined by Zach Strickland. He's back from his trip to Savannah. He got to go see all the big container ships heading into the port. Zach, I mean, was it a surprise to see the amount of activity in Savannah that you saw? Still active in yeah. Savannah. Uh, a lot of boats coming in now. I don't, relative to the pandemic, you know, obviously I wasn't there. Yeah. But it is interesting to see those 14,000 TEU container ships still rocking. Absolutely. But we've, it's been a couple of weeks since we had you on here. The freight market is kind of in this interesting spot, right? If you look, I've got our outbound tender volume index here. If you look back through July, we kind of broke away from some seasonality there, slowing down a little. But, I mean, you look at this, this gap between 2019, right? We look back, that's kind of been the comparison year, and we're pretty healthy above that now. It, it doesn't feel as maybe as dire, but you talk to people in the industry and it's like, where, where's this volume at, right? Yeah. It, there's so much capacity in the market, it feels like it's a non-event. Yeah, I, I think, I think that's, that's the big story here is that it, even with, you know, normally before the COVID pandemic capacity growth era, you would have felt this significantly. This would have wrecked the freight market in 2018, and it did. This exact type of move absolutely destroyed tender rejection rates. They shot up to 20% almost overnight with a five, 6% move like we see here in July. Yeah. Right now, three, three and a half percent yeah, tender rejection rates, 3.3, something like that. Uh, so there's just, there is an abundance of capacity. I've used the CLAV to kind of explain you know, we're still 15% lower than where we were at the end of 2021. So that means that even with this demand spike, at the end of 2021, carriers were covering 15% more volume. Yeah. Now they were having trouble covering that volume, but then throughout 2022, we had capacity growth. <laughs> it was not until just this year that we saw significant, well, the start of reductions in capacity. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, still in a case where you need to churn more capacity to, to meet the levels of demand. Mm -hmm. And I think, I guess from my concern moving forward, right, this is a, a positive sign if you are in the freight market, you eventually that capacity hopefully will bleed off because, I mean, even this increase, it doesn't really affect rates all that much because there's so much capacity. But we'll move into our inbound ocean TU volume. We're seeing positive momentum here as well, right? And this is that upstream that, hey, maybe this uptick we saw in July is the start of what may be a little stronger than anticipated yeah, from I, a volume I, perspective. Yeah, least. and I think that's good news. Like you yeah. want to take it as a positive. I mean, and everybody's talking about inflection. Anthony and I had a whole freightonomics on inflection uh, last week. And you know, you want to call an inflection point, but we're still, it's still early on in this process. We have some things going on, the yellow uh, shuttering and the potential UPS thing. Um, we've got a return to early peak season or a regular peak season for maritime. So this could be just an earlier start yep. uh, to that replenishment cycle. Uh, we do have some data that says that inventories have contracted significantly. So maybe they overcorrected a little bit. Yeah. Maybe there is a little bit of a pull forward. Maybe there's a few things. There's also some government stimulus activity that nobody's talking about. Yeah. The ERC credits are coming out, boosting small businesses. Craig Fuller uh, has been talking about this a, a little bit on the Twitter. And that was half a trillion dollars. Yeah. And it's kind of like, 
what are we like? We have all these rate increases, but if you if you're still printing money, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a st- that's going to have a big stimulating impact, and it kind of explains, I think, more than anything, that would help explain why we're seeing this kind of unseasonable push. Now, this is not unseasonable at all. However, I know Henry Byers has been talking about the IOTI, which import bookings. So this is based on the time of departure yep. from the origin ports all across the world coming into the United States. Uh, leads. Los Angeles by about 13 to 15 days. Uh, And then, of course, Savannah, where I was, about 25 to 30 days uh, before it gets to the United States. So this is a good indicator that this third quarter might not be as bad as we thought. Yeah, and that lines up. We'll go back to the volumes. Mm -hmm. Look at the volume increase right here, right? It starts right around the 20th. Yeah. Look when we peaked out the first time with that momentum was the third. So you're talking 17-day difference. It's kind of... Maybe, hey, look, for mid-August. Yeah, and the West Coast has been driving a lot of this. Now, volume has increased all over the United States, relatively. But the West Coast volumes have been ticking up slowly since about May. Um, And this is a little earlier than expected, because normally we see this happen in August, September, October, where you have those replenishment orders coming across the country going to the East Coast. So this supports, you know, we talked about Phoenix, um, you know, that's the new Inland Empire almost. Yep. It's growing and it's a huge growth market uh, for all of these orders to be staged on the West Coast. And that's also driving some of those tender volumes. So all of this is lining up to say, we're seeing a return to some sort of, it's, it's like a retail-ish yeah. uh, type early peak season. Yeah, so I'll put you on the spot real quick. We only got about 30 seconds. Where do we go from here? Yeah, I think you have to take this with a cautious optimism. Like, yes, this is good news overall. Utilization should be showing improvement overall. It's not impacting rates, uh, but we have to be cautious what this means. If this is an early pull forward, or if it is a sp- stimulus event, that means it's going to be short-lived. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've, you've got student loans on the horizon, right? October Looming first. debt bubbles I mean, it's, all over the place. Yeah, so definitely a positive sign, but... Maybe don't hit the, uh, let's get too excited too early, right? So awesome stuff. Thank you, Zach, for joining me on this week's edition of On The Spot. Right now, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more Freight Waves Now. <laughs> 